Girlfriends, episode number 345. Here's why you should push yourself. Hello, and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. This week, we are talking about why you need to get out of your comfort zone. I've got five different ideas that I want to share with you, and I can't wait to get started. Let's go. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for being here. How fun that we get to connect right here on the podcast every week. Thanks for showing up. So this week, as I was sitting down to record, I was reflecting on the fact that things have really changed in my life since I first ever recorded a podcast. And the way that I record has changed. I used to go out in the driveway in my parked car to record because my house was so chaotic and noisy and I never had a quiet moment where I could count on to record. And so that was... So this coming January, it will be seven years since I started this podcast, which is crazy. I can't believe it's been that long. And yet things have really changed so much that I can believe that it's been that long. So these days, I don't generally need to go out into uh, my car in the driveway to get a quiet moment. Like I was just thinking as I sat down to record this one, that I'm actually alone in my house right now. And let me tell you, as a work from home, homeschooling mom for... uh, almost 25 years. Okay. That doesn't happen. (laughs) Like when you're a homeschooler, you kind of get used to the idea that you are never alone in your house. And I remember being fascinated by women whose kids would go to school and they were at home moms. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, what must that be like to be alone in your house? And you can just like get caught up on housework or, or actually like focus on you know what you're going to make for dinner or just read a book or drink a cup of tea by yourself like I, I was fascinated by the very idea and now it happens and you know what I actually do love it I love it like I I tre- tweeted once uh, not too long ago that being alone in my house is my love language <laughs> and I sometimes feel like that's true because uh not that I do anything particularly special but it gives me the opportunity to focus on work it gives me a quiet house in which I can record podcasts. You know, sometimes I'd be out in the Tiki Hut and I'd love to be out there today, but it's kind of a cold and rainy day. But this afternoon, my boys happen to be, they're on the varsity soccer team. They happen to be at practice and Dana's at work. And so it's just me and Mr. Potts. And we're sitting here in my home office recording this. And so Mr. Potts is my Welsh Terrier. (laughs) So if you hear any noise in the background, any disruptions, oh, you got to blame the dog but how things have changed. And, you know, it's kind of in keeping with the the topic that we're talking about here this week, which is pushing yourself, getting outside of your comfort zone. Because when I first started this podcast, I was terrified. Like I remember so distinctly when I went to record the first one, I had done all the research, first of all, like figuring out the tech stuff and and that well, didn't come that easy to me. There was a bit of a learning curve there. But once I felt like I had figured that stuff out, I went to record the first episode and I remember like I locked myself in my bedroom with a, you know, a computer and a microphone and my notes. And I just like, I was like going to click record and I was just frozen with fear. And my heart was racing. And I remember at the time thinking, this is so dumb. Like I'm by myself. Like I'm not like, you know, talking to a crowd or anything, but it was not something I'd ever done before. It was not something I felt especially comfortable doing. I didn't have the experience of doing it. And so I just, 
I had this fear and a real nervousness. And I, I pushed through that. And I'm so glad I did. And so that is very much in keeping with the theme this week that we're talking about, which is getting outside of your comfort zone, pushing yourself in some ways that make you uncomfortable. Um, But before we dive into that topic, I do want to mention a couple of things that if you are not a member of the Girlfriends community with us over at girlfriendscommunity.com, you might be missing out on. And I don't want you to miss out on anything. So in our twice weekly video chats that we have as part of the group, and these are not required. Don't feel like you can't join because you don't want to be part of a video chat. Okay. These are actually just a really, really beautiful benefit of being a part of the community. I benefit from these probably more than anybody else because I love seeing all of your beautiful faces when we get together on right now. The the schedule is on Tuesday or Wednesday evenings, and we do one early on Saturday mornings as well. And like I said, they're not required. You come when you can, they last half an hour. And we've been going into these deeper conversations. We talk more about sometimes topics that come up here on the podcast, uh, sometimes topics that have come up in the community. And we focus on a different virtue each month. So for the month of September, we focused on diligence. In the month of October, we focused on patience. And in November, we're focusing on gratitude. And part of what's come out of these really beautiful conversations is we decided that we wanted to have an opportunity to challenge one another and hold each other accountable in some of the ways that we're we're looking to grow in various parts of our lives. And so we decided together as a group that we would we would form a group within the community. So not everybody in the community is a part of this, but anyone who wants to be can and you can too. It's not too late for you to join us. Um and we're we're calling it No No November. <laughs> so we found we were over and over again having conversations about ways of holding ourselves accountable, whether it was for growth in our spiritual lives, for you know habits that we wanted to be forming in our relationships with others, being diligent about our work, uh, prioritizing tasks, or taking care of ourselves, uh, whether that was through diet or exercise or drinking more water, you know, or turning off screens, all of these things that kind of require discipline in our lives. And then we wanted to have a, have a way to kind of help each other, encourage each other to follow through on these things. So we call it No, No November because for the month of November, each of us is picking one small thing. And my one small thing is sugar, which for me is not a small thing. It's a gigantic thing. I think I've shared this on the podcast many times before where I'll go in waves in my life where it's like, I'm not eating sugar at all to I'm pretty much only eating sugar. (laughs) And I've in recent months been noticing that the amount of sugar that I eat, and by this, I just mean like sweets. I don't even mean, you know, like I'm checking every label or something like that, but I'm just going to cut those out for the month of November. But I will say that we decided together that Thanksgiving Day could be a day off from no, no November. So whatever it is you're saying no to, it's optional on Thanksgiving Day because of course I'm going to have a piece of pumpkin pie. But anyway, all of that aside, that's just one example. Other people are doing things with regard to doing spiritual reading every day. So they're not all no-nos. Some of them are yes-yeses. So just committing for 30 days, right? To hold ourselves accountable, be checking in with each other and make these little small changes. And that's one of the things that we're kind of requiring is that it be a small thing. Don't just make some general statement like, I want to be better about exercising. No, make a specific goal. Like I want to three times a week, do some kind of cardio exercise for 20 minutes, something like that. Something that's doable 
and a small step in the right direction so that we can kind of get out of the rut that we sometimes fall into with some of these habits that we want to be forming. So if you want to join us, please join us over in the Girlfriends Community, which is girlfriendscommunity.com. You can check it out for free. You can get a free week over there just to try it out. And you can check out No No November and join that group once you join our community. And um, just you know, connect with us there. We would love to have you be a part of it. If you listen to the podcast, you will fit in at girlfriendscommunity.com. All right. The other thing at Girlfriends that I want to be making sure that you're not going to miss is on Wednesday, November 30th, I'm going to be hosting a virtual mini retreat. And it's going to last about 90 minutes. And it's going to be just sort of a reflection on Advent with Mary, where we're going to be specifically focusing on Mary at the Annunciation and Mary at the Visitation and what we can learn from her motherly example and her example of obedience and openness to the will of God and how we can bring those themes into our experience of Advent this year. So I'm going to be hosting that online November 30th in the evening from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you want to be a part of that, anybody can join us. If you want to be a part, the registration fee is $30. But if you want to join us for free, people in the Girlfriends community get free access to this retreat. This is just one of many things that are a benefit of being part of the Girlfriends community. So it's not too late. You can go and you can join us right now in the Girlfriends community and sign up for that retreat for free. All of these links are going to be in the show notes over at ascensionpress.com, which is going to be my last little message to you. My last little reminder before we dive into this week's content is to subscribe. Please subscribe to the show notes. That way you will get all of these links sent to your inbox. You don't have to go chasing them down over at ascensionpress.com. They will come to you. So you can sign up for that by texting the word girlfriends to 33777. Another little bonus for people who check out the show notes every week. I post a link to a different song of the week. So I share different kinds of music that I'm enjoying listening to. And um, some people have told me they're making a playlist based on the, the songs that I'm recommending, which is really fun. So if you want that little bonus as well, just sign up. So this, unfortunately, is only available to people inside the US to text the word girlfriends to 33777. But anybody can subscribe to the show notes by going over to ascensionpress.com. All right, let's dive into this week's content, which is talking about why you should push yourself. Now, are you getting uncomfortable just hearing this when someone tells you that you need to push yourself? What is your natural response? Do you break out in hives or what comes to mind? Do you have an area in your life that you're kind of avoiding focusing on, avoiding paying attention to because you need to push yourself there? You need to be uncomfortable a little bit. You know, if you think about it, think back through your life to some of the the main things that you're you're proud of that you've accomplished in your life, whether it's in your family life or in your work life or in your your friendships or in your community. Didn't those things require getting outside of your comfort zone a little bit? You know, we don't accomplish great things when we're comfortable. We accomplish things, important things and great things and things that we can be proud of when we push ourselves a little bit. So what is that thing that just came to your mind that you're you're thinking about that maybe is a place in your life where you need to be pushing yourself? So there's this great quotation from Pope Benedict who said, man was not created for comfort. He was created for greatness. And sometimes I've seen it written as you were not created for comfort. 
you were made for greatness. And um, a follow-up I like to add to that is an additional quote from Pope Benedict, which is, man is created for greatness, for God himself. He was created to be filled by God, but his heart is too small for the greatness to which it is destined. It must be stretched. So I kind of like that as a follow-up to the first quote about being made for greatness, because you know, being made for greatness can kind of call to mind all, you know, kind of secular goals or like, oh, am I going to like win the Olympics or am I going to become, you know, a, a famous movie star? Like what kind of greatness are we talking about? And we're talking about the fact that you're made for God. You're made for greatness, but our hearts are just too small and we need to be stretched. And that, my friends, is going to require a little bit of discomfort. So perhaps you're terrified. Perhaps you're like me, sitting alone in my bedroom with a microphone, with my heart racing, not sure I had it in me to do this thing. And yet here I am almost seven years later, and I can say that I am so glad I did that thing that I was uncomfortable doing. I'm so glad I did that. And I can look back at other things in in my motherhood, you know, even just becoming a mom in the first place. Holy cow, that's outside your comfort zone. Think back through your life to the things that you are most proud of that you have achieved, you have accomplished, where you have found quote unquote success in your life. And think about the ways in which that goal required you getting outside of your comfort zone in, in some way, shape, or form. So think about an area of your life where maybe you could benefit from that now, kind of that nudge to get outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it's it's about work. Maybe it's about taking on a new project for work, trying a new kind of work, applying for a new job. Maybe it's in your social life that you need to kind of Take the initiative and make some new friends or put yourself in some places where you could make some new social connections because you're lacking that in your life. Or maybe it's about learning something, taking a class. Maybe you are going to create a podcast or maybe you're going to try out for a play or you're going to join the choir at your church or you're going to sign up as a volunteer somewhere. Or maybe you're going to learn a new skill like learning to ski or you know, learning to roller skate, or you're going to take an exercise class, or you're going to volunteer somewhere where maybe you're going to visit lonely people in your community. Or maybe, and this is a huge one for some people, it's going to be picking up the phone, making a phone call. <laughs> that alone, I think, makes a lot of people break out knives, making the phone call. But maybe it's going to be you're going to invite someone to your house for dinner. Oh, <gasps> I know. Get outside your comfort zone. What is the thing? What what is going to make you a little bit uncomfortable, but you're going to be a better person for it in the long run? Get outside your comfort zone. Okay. So five different things I want to share with you are that are reasons why you should get outside your comfort zone, why you should get a little bit uncomfortable. Here's why you should push yourself. Number one, you will become a stronger person. So let's say you sign up for a class. Maybe it's like a photography class at your local library or one at your local community college or something like that. And you know it's not like you to sign up for a class or, or try a new thing. You like doing the things that you already know how to do. You're going to become a stronger person just for having done that. You're going to gain self-confidence just because you followed through and you did that uncomfortable thing. There's all these new little things are going to be going on in your brain, in your heart and in your mind that you can, you did it and that you can now, you know, feel good about making that, that one little step in the right direction, that one little step towards something uncomfortable, learning something new 
just by virtue of that, you don't even have to, you know, achieve any particular kind of success in the thing that you're doing. Just doing it makes you a stronger person, makes you a more well-rounded person, makes you a more self-confident person. You're going to have that kind of confidence that can only come from trying new things. Think about yourself, maybe if you're a mom or if you're an aunt or a teacher in any capacity. Think about the ways in which you love to see your kids or your students or young people in your life learn something new, try something for the first time. Like I remember so well when my kids like were learning to read. And whether you homeschool or not, you probably have some memory of this with your own kids, if you have kids, of teaching them to read and and having them just kind of sound things out. Like I remember so vividly for a number of my kids, when they very first ever sounded out a word and got it, like they would look at me and their eyes just lit up like, oh, this is how this works. Like, oh, I can do this. And it's really just a beautiful thing to witness. And think about a way that you can have that same light come into your eyes just by trying something new, by taking a little step toward something uncomfortable and um, pushing yourself just a little bit. All right. The second benefit is the thing. You learn something new. You may not master it and you you may not get it perfect on the first try. Uh, you may not, you know, you may not get the job that you apply for, but you're going to learn things along the way. Um, you're going to learn something new, even if the something you knew is that you recognize that you're capable of more than you thought, than you previously thought, that you challenge some of that negative mindset or these false kind of limiting beliefs about yourself. That's the something new that maybe you're going to learn. Um, are you a Winnie the Pooh fan? I I love Winnie the Pooh. And, and one of the things that he says to Christopher Robin is, you're stronger than you think. And it's so true. You're stronger than you think. I, I remember that, like, you know, coming to mind in different times in my life where I did something that uh, was outside of my comfort zone, made me a little bit nervous. And yet uh, through doing that, I realized that I could do more things than I thought I was capable of. You know, when I was in high school, I had this kind of, uh, for better or for worse, this kind of life philosophy of more is more. (laughs) And I signed up for every single thing there was to ever do. And I've seen this in some of my own kids, especially the girls, especially in their high school years. Like, I want to do all the things. I want to try all the things. I want to be in that club and that club. And I want to be an officer here. And I want to play this sport. And I want to learn this musical instrument. And I just kind of erred on the side of doing too many things. And I remember at the time talking with, I, I guess it was my older sister at the time. Um, and, and she was kind of telling me like, maybe you're doing too many things. Maybe you need to cut some things out. And yeah, she was probably right. But I remember at the time just telling her that I, I wanted to know how much stuff I could do. <laughs> and, you know, and I still kind of have that philosophy a little bit, not, not necessarily that more is more. So many times we talk about simplifying things here and cutting things out of your schedule, cutting things out of your calendar that no longer serve you or your family, checking things off of your to-do list or delegating tasks that don't necessarily need to be done by you in order to have time for more important things, things that are, are more of a priority for you. So I'm not saying go and sign up for all the things, but I am saying that if you don't push yourself, and that doesn't mean maxing out your calendar, if you don't push yourself just in in trying a new skill or learning something new 
or you know, taking on something that feels a little bit scary to you. If you don't do that, you're not going to know how strong you are. You're not going to know that you can do that thing or to what extent you can. So you learn something new is the other benefit of just pushing yourself a little bit. Always. All right. Number three, you're going to meet new people. Whatever it is that you're going to do, even if it's like you're going to push yourself a little bit and you're going to decide to finally start writing that book, right? Well, ultimately, at the end of that project, you're going to begin to meet new people. I cannot tell you how many new people I have had the opportunity and the, the blessing of meeting because I started this podcast. What a joy. What a joy to work with the people at Ascension. What a joy to get to talk with the different people that I've had the opportunity to interview here. What a joy to connect with all of you. And now through the Girlfriends community, which never would have come about if I hadn't started this podcast over at girlfriendscommunity.com, the online community we have. These are real people that I get to talk with and share life with and pray with. What a gift. So you're going to meet new people. You're going to have more people in your life. You're going to have richness in your life that isn't there right now. All right. The fourth reason why you should push yourself is because in whatever way you choose to push yourself, in whatever way you step outside of your comfort zone, it is going to train you. It is going to strengthen you to learn how to deal with change in your life in general. And change is something most of us are uncomfortable with. Most of us avoid change, right? It's not comfortable. We don't like it. And yet change is an inevitable part of life. It's going to happen whether you want it to or not, whether you go seeking it out or not. But you will be able to adapt to it more readily, more quickly, with less pain if you, first of all, try these new things and learn to adapt to new things. If you learn about how to adapt when you do step outside your comfort zone, if you learn from that experience that it's not so scary sometimes, the big scary thing isn't so scary when you actually do it. Or maybe it is at first, but you kind of learn how to navigate that. What you do is you strengthen yourself for the future when change is going to happen that you didn't, you couldn't have predicted and you wouldn't have chosen. And yet here it is you're going to be more adaptable and you're going to be a stronger person in the face of that inevitable change in your life. So that's going to be something that you know builds you as a person, builds your character and uh, helps you to grow in virtue, to be able to have that strength, bring that to future life experiences that are going to require you to be flexible in the face of change, you to be patient in the face of change and to be adaptable to new circumstances. All right. Fifth and final thing that I want to point out about why you should push yourself is because when you push yourself, you are going to find out about your untapped resources. You know, I once heard uh, described in a in a podcast a a scientific experiment where they were monitoring runners in a race, okay? And these runners were told like, you know, hold yourself back until like the final lap of this race and then, you know, go all out like pretend like a lion is chasing you or whatever. And, you know, they were kind of seeing how, how much people could increase. And, and what they found was they could increase this to a certain level. 
But in future stages of this same experiment, they found that when they showed these people that they had, uh, you know, there was like a goal within reach, like setting a new record or, you know, somebody who really was on, on their heels or they were gaining to kind of overtake the winner in that in that race, that they were able to go past what they thought was their max. Right. And what I and I'm probably getting some of those details wrong. But what I took away from that was this idea that we kind of think we've got a max capacity for things, whether it's max capacity for the amount of work we do or what we take on in a day or uh, what we can learn or you know anything. We feel like we have a max capacity. And yet that max capacity, if it's challenged or if we're encouraged in a certain way to see how we could benefit from pushing just a little bit past it, turns out to not be our max after all. And now I'm not telling you this because I think you should go around maxing yourself out in every area of your life until you're completely burned out. You know, we've got whole episodes about burnout for that reason. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But I am telling you that with regard to that one little thing that came to your mind at the start of this conversation where I said, what is that thing that terrifies you? What is that thing that you feel called to and yet you don't know how to begin and you get anxiety when you start thinking about how to begin? What is the place in your life where you know you could push yourself, where you know you could step outside your comfort zone and maybe do something that you've never done before? What is that thing? So this is all about focusing on that. I want to encourage you to consider taking on that because maybe the ways in which you think you've been maxed out with regard to that particular topic aren't real. It's a false perception of your limits. And so maybe what God wants for you is for you to grow in that area of your life. Okay, so these are the the five things that you will get the benefits of getting outside your comfort zone. First, you become a stronger person. Two, you will learn something new. Three, you will meet new people. Four, it will help you to deal with change, which is inevitable. And number five, it will help you to find out about your untapped resources. And you know, whatever thing it is that you might be thinking about, whatever's coming to mind as we're talking about getting outside your comfort zone, trying something new, know this, whatever it is, like the big thing that we all fear, right, is failure. Whatever that is, like is if it's failure, like, oh, if I go out for that job, I'll I'll fail. Or if I try to learn this new thing, uh, I'll fail and I, I won't learn the new thing, or I, you know, I won't get the job, or I won't get the part in the play, or I'll never finish writing the book or whatever. But failure is actually a very uncommon outcome. And what I mean by that is even if it isn't the exact outcome you were looking for. There often are all these side benefits, you know, some of which we've just talked about in these five points that I've made that come about as a result of you stepping outside your comfort zone and trying something new. You learn, you grow, and you find success in a different way, maybe from what your proposed outcome was. And that doesn't mean you don't go for the actual outcome that you want, of course. But even if you don't quite achieve it in exactly the way that you want to right at the start, Just know that you're going to achieve that much. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to stretch like that quotation from Pope Benedict, right? Man is created to be filled by God, but his heart is too small for the greatness to which it is destined. It must be stretched. So stretching is sometimes uncomfortable. 
And yet it is part of how we learn, how we grow, how we expand. You know, I was uh, driving down the road the other day and I saw a sign outside of a business and, you know, one of those corny sayings. And it said, mistakes are proof that you are trying. And I I actually really appreciated that corny message in that moment. <laughs> I had actually just recently made a, a fairly minor mistake in um, a communication with somebody and uh, in a professional capacity that, you know, one of those things when you see it and you're like, oh, you know, like Homer Simpson, you're hitting yourself in the head like, oh, why did I hit send on that email? And it's got, you know, this major mess up in it. Anyway, one of those moments. And, and, and that came to mind when I saw that corny sign. But I really appreciate it because it's really true. You know, you're trying. You're getting out there. And so don't see mistakes as failures. See them as steps along the way toward your, your greater goals. See them as proof that you are trying, proof that you're alive, proof that you are growing. I think that's such a beautiful thing. So mistakes are proof that you're trying. <laughs> and, you know, failure is actually a very uncommon outcome from stepping outside of your comfort zone. But maybe you have an experience of stepping outside your comfort zone you want to share with me. Maybe you want to share with me what your goal is. In, in what ways are you terrified? In what ways are you scared? Because let me tell you, everybody's scared when they're trying something new. That's not unique to you. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. In fact, it probably means that you should. All right. So if you have something to share on this topic, I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me through email, danielle at daniellebean.com or connect with me on Voxer. All right. I've got a Vox actually coming up in this next segment. But first, we're going to take a quick break. I'm Danielle Bean, and you are listening to The Girlfriend's Podcast. Okay. Here's the gut check right here. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Do you want to be holy? And do you want to be an instrument of renewal in this world? And if so, do you believe it's possible? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know where to begin? Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. My name is Father Mark Mary. I'm a Franciscan friar of the renewal. And I wrote a book called Habits for Holiness. And it pulls from over 800 years of Franciscan tradition, wisdom, and experience of radical and total discipleship in the midst of the world, but in a way which begins with little steps and works not only for religion, not only for priests, but for everybody. The change you desire is possible. The conversion you desire is possible. The renewal you desire is possible. The healing you desire is possible. And it begins with little steps. So to guide you on your way and to help you make the next best step of renewal in your life, I'd invite you to pick up a copy of my book, Habits for Holiness. God bless you. Welcome back. Now we're at the point in the show where I like to share a little bit of feedback with you, something that I heard from a listener, whether it's through an email or through Voxer. I promised you I had a Vox this time. So Sally recently sent me a, a Vox. And if you don't know what Voxer is, it's this really cool app. I love it. It's a great way to communicate with friends and keep up with people that I feel like it's more personal and actually you can go into greater detail than texting where you leave voice messages for each other. Do you ever call a friend and you hope you get voicemail because you don't really have time for a conversation, but you you want to share something? That's what Voxer is for. So anyway, if you don't know what it is, try the app, download it, and then you can click over at uh, ascensionpress.com on the show notes to get the link to connect with me on Voxer. Anyway, Sally sent me a, a Vox about a topic that she's hoping I'll take up on a future show. And I think I will, where she's at a stage in life where she is 
she's got older kids. She's got relationships with young adult kids. Her and her marriage is in a different place. And her relationship with her kids is in a different place. And she was just kind of saying, wouldn't it be nice to kind of have a podcast kind of focused on this, this particular stage of life. But in the process of sending me that, it reminded me that she had sent me a different Voxer a few months back and I had missed it. So this is the one that she shared back then about the episode we had where Julia Hogan was the special guest. Hi, Danielle, this is Sally. And I wanted to thank you for your podcast. I've been enjoying it for the past few months. And um, so I'm, I am semi-new, but I was listening to your podcast with Julia Hogan, and uh, I especially enjoyed listening to that one. And I wanted to let you know that I, I plan to buy her book and gift it to my almost 25-year-old daughter, who's at that point in her life where it's frustrating. You know, she doesn't have a serious love interest. She knows she wants to be married with kids, but she's a very type A personality, has it all mapped out, What, how everything is supposed to go down. And is frustrated when it doesn't go that way. So I think it'll be a great read for her and I hope she reads it. Anyway, thank you. And also thank you for having Voxer app. It's one of my favorite apps just to communicate with friends or family. It's so convenient. And um, I really appreciate you opening that up to the general public and allowing complete strangers to Vox you. Anyway, I hope you're having a great evening and thanks. Thanks for all you do. God bless you. So first of all, Sally, I want to thank you for that message and uh, for your feedback. And I'm glad that show resonated with you. I really loved talking with Julia Hogan about embracing your life. I think her message to women is such an, an important one to embrace where you are, embrace your life right now, where you are, and you know, be encouraged that God has not made a mistake in putting you where you are. There are ways in which, like we've been talking about on this episode, maybe he wants you to grow, maybe he wants you to change. But where you are right now is a place where he wants you to thrive. He wants you to find joy in the life that he's giving you right now, right here in this moment. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that episode because that was a little ways back. It was at the kind of the start of the summer and in case anybody missed that one. So if people want to check out that conversation with Julia Hogan, you can check that out. And stay tuned, Sally, for a future episode where we're going to focus on <laughs> this stage of life, which I share with you, <laughs> where everything is in transition and you know, kind of learning a, a new way of life and learning uh, new habits and kind of learning your own identity in a new way as a wife and as a mom when you've got older kids and you're you're kind of mothering people in new and unfamiliar ways. All right, that's all the time we have for today. But I do want to encourage you to go over to girlfriendscommunity.com and sign up over there so you can be part of No No November as well as get free access to my Advent Retreat Advent with Mary that's going to be taking place November 30th. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for checking out this episode of Girlfriends. If you're an, a sometimes listener or an all the time listener, I want to thank you for showing up again. But if this was your first episode ever, I want to give you a special welcome and thank you for trying us out. Thanks for being here today. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a collaboration between DanielleBean.com and Ascension, the leader in Catholic faith formation. 